the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. 20 years of intelligent talk. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Some say it's like living in an oven. The blistering heat continues in the western United States. Readings of 110 to 125 common for the last four days. Ben Castle manages a resort in Death Valley. He says they're used to the high readings, and it's only about five degrees hotter than what it usually is. But there's one difference right now. matter of five degrees, it doesn't actually change the experience too much. It's really the humidity. And that's what's really killing us in this, in this uh, heat spell, is that we've got some clouds that are that are kicking our humidity up and so your body's um, perspiration doesn't work as well to cool you down. Meanwhile, tropical depression Claudette claiming at least 12 lives in Alabama, authorities say 10 of them children. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Senator Mitch McConnell discusses his 2016 decision to kill the vote on then-Judge and now Attorney General Merrick Garland. The single most consequential thing I've done in my time as Majority Leader of the Senate. Join us for our program. Sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11, here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Your forecast for today, we're looking at scattered showers with a high of 74, moving into a low of 53 for tonight. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 68, moving into mostly clear and a low of 51. The mask mandate and capacity limits are no more. Decision-making is back in the hands of private business owners and individuals. For the latest on the economic impact and financial recovery from the COVID-19 pandemic, check out our sister station, The Biz 1440, your exclusive business station in the Twin Cities. This is AM 1280, The Patriot. expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network and go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with our number two of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show for any comments or questions. And if you'd like to weigh in via Facebook, feel free to do so. Go to Facebook.com. Do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And as we usually are, we are live streaming the broadcast on our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. And we have a comment section where you can leave a comment or a question. Feel free. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. And again, happy Father's Day to all of you dads out there. Hope you are enjoying your day and being spoiled accordingly. I want to uh, shift to some more national headlines from this past week. Uh, The persecution of Masterpiece Cake Shop uh, proprietor uh, Jack Phillips uh, continues. Now, if you remember uh, Jack Phillips, he, uh, in 2012, uh, refused to... Uh, bake a cake, uh, design a cake, I should say, for a same-sex wedding. Jack Phillips, devout Christian, uh, believes in biblically-based marriage, which is strictly between a man and a woman. Uh, And he didn't want to use his artistic talents to bake a cake for an event, uh, a union, which he didn't believe and violates his religious beliefs. Well, I've said a hundred times on this show 
if I go someplace and somebody doesn't want to, you know, accommodate my request, my order, you know, I could take my business elsewhere. But in this day and age, in these culture wars, particularly among secular progressives, you're going to be made to care, in the immortal words of Eric Erickson, who wrote a piece that has become depressingly prescient. Uh, If you do a Google search for Eric Erickson, you will be made to care. This was during the uh, gay marriage fight back 2011, 2012, 2013, that time frame when uh, ultimately a lot of states were uh, overturning bans on gay marriage. And then, of course, 2015, the Supreme Court handed down a ruling which ultimately legalized uh, same-sex marriage. And it got to the point where conservatives were, you know, a, a good number of conservatives being browbeaten said, you know what? Yeah. Okay. Same sex marriage. You're right. It's not going to affect my heterosexual marriage. It's not going to affect my life. And yeah, I'll concede there are bigger problems in this country than men kissing men or women kissing women. All right. Fine. Yeah. It's not going to affect me uh, as long as you're not going to force churches to perform same sex weddings, then we're all good. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Yeah, okay. Uh, we knew that that was going to be coming down the pike where they were going to start coming after churches' tax-exempt status. I mean, uh, uh, Robert Francis Beto O'Rourke, during the 2020 presidential campaign before he was drummed out, was talking about that very same thing, threatening to yank churches' tax-exempt status. This isn't a game, folks. This is the, you, you, you knew this is what they were going to do. And... I bring all this up because this uh, this is from a story. Uh, I want to sure get my citation correctly. MSN.com was one of many outlets that carried this story from this past week. A Denver court on Tuesday fined local bakery masterpiece cake shop $500 after co-owner Jack Phillips refused to make a cake celebrating a transgender woman's birthday and transition. Autumn Scardina filed a lawsuit against Masterpiece Cake Shop in 2017 after the bakery refused to bake her a pink cake with blue frosting symbolizing her gender transition. Phillips testified that the bakery refused to bake the cake, quote, based on the message they believed it would have conveyed that a person can change genders and that a gender transition should be celebrated, close quote, according to the ruling. Phillips is the same baker who drew widespread attention as the subject of a 2012 lawsuit for refusing to make a cake for a gay couple's wedding. The Supreme Court ultimately ruled in 2018 that the Colorado Civil Rights Commission, uh, which I'm guessing probably looks like the cantina scene in Star Wars. uh, That's my comment, not MSN's comment, uh, which previously said Phillips should not have refused to serve the couple, violated his First Amendment rights. So what we have here is this basically this person, it's a troll job. And, it, and she basically admitted that she was trolling to try to make a greater point. Yet this court, this particular uh, court in Colorado, basically said, yeah, he's, he's, he's guilty of discrimination. Even though the Supreme Court, came in that 2017 ruling, now they ruled very narrowly in that 2017 ruling by saying the Colorado Civil Rights Commission was hostile to Jack Phillips' religious beliefs. Now, they didn't rule on the generalities of can you refuse to lend your services to someone if it violates your religious conscience. Rather, what they ruled on is that the Colorado Civil Rights Commission was hostile toward Mr. Phillips' religious beliefs, and therefore, throughout this particular ruling, they haven't given a more broader uh, ruling on this to establish a more... uh, Longstanding precedent. Now, whether this gets all the way to the Supreme Court, I'm guessing, is Alliance for Defending Freedom's uh, goal. Now, Alliance for Defending Freedom, we talk about them a lot uh, on this broadcast. By the way, check out their website, adfmedia.org. They are an organization which provides, in a lot of cases, pro bono legal representation to individuals who are having their civil liberties blatantly violated. Uh, Here's Alliance for Defending Freedom's statement. Jack Phillips serves all people, but shouldn't be forced to create custom cakes with messages that violate his conscience. Now, let me interject here. That's an important point. Because if a same-sex couple came in and say, yeah, we want to order two dozen or, you know, ten dozen cupcakes, you know, just ten dozen cupcakes, 
uh, with this color frosting, you know, for our 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 wedding. Okay, it's not a, it's not you know a custom design. It's just cupcakes where you know you probably get your choice of multiple color frosting. I would imagine. If they just came in, we're going to order cupcakes for this occasion. Fine, he'd sell them to them. Okay, but when you're asking him to use his creativity, his custom making abilities for an event that he doesn't believe in, okay, that's a different story. That's the distinction here. Anyways, I'll continue with ADF's uh, statement. In this case, an activist attorney demanded Jack create custom cakes in order to test Jack and correct the errors of his thinking. And the activist even threatened to sue Jack again if his if the case is dismissed for any reason. Radical activists and government officials are targeting artists like Jack because they won't promote messages on marriage and sexuality that violate their core convictions. This case and others, including the case of floral artist Baronel Stutzman, whose petition is pending before the U.S. Supreme Court, represents a disturbing trend. The weaponization of our justice system to ruin those with whom the activists disagree. The harassment of people like Jack and Baronel has been occurring for nearly a decade and must stop. We will appeal this decision and continue to defend the freedom of all Americans to peacefully live and work according to their deeply held beliefs without fear of punishment. So, uh, and Ed Morrissey at Hot Air writes, uh, in other words, this is what, this is going right back to federal court where the previous Supreme Court ruling will apply. Will that be enough, however? It should be, but the 2018 Masterpiece Cake Shop ruling wasn't exactly a profile and courage moment either. Uh, Justice Clarence Thomas scolded the court for evading the core issue, Phillips' right to control his own speech. And here's uh, Justice Thomas's uh, opinion on that. Uh, there is an obvious flaw however, with one of the asserted justifications for Colorado's law. According to the individual respondents, Colorado can compel Phillips' speech to prevent him from denigrating the dignity of same-sex couples, asserting their inferiority and subjecting them to humiliation, frustration, and embarrassment. These justifications are completely foreign to our free speech jurisprudence. So this was... Uh, Justice Thomas warned of this uh, coming back where the court when the court ruled very narrowly in saying this specific incident where the Colorado Civil Rights Commission was hostile toward Phillips faith. But the court didn't give a broader ruling on what covers free speech, which is a very broad spectrum. And so when they're in so when Justice Thomas is saying, you know, that. Uh, the individual respondents were saying Colorado can compel Phillips' speech to prevent him from denigrating the dignity of same-sex couples. Well, okay, who's going to define that? What's denigrating the dignity? Saying, you know what, I don't believe in your union, so I'm not going to use my talents to create a, a custom cake? Well, anybody can interpret that. You know, anybody could come out and interpret that as denigrating the dignity, even though... There's no personal animosity. It's just different beliefs, which I'm told in this country we're supposed to have tolerance and coexist. And people who are the loudest voices talking about tolerance and coexisting are the ones most likely to sue someone like Jack Phillips, ironically enough. So uh, this, uh, I, I don't think... I'll say to the to the people suing Jack Phillips at this point in time, be careful what you wish for, because there was a case, and I'll get to that in the next segment, that was ruled upon by the Supreme Court unanimously, uh, talking about a Catholic organization that provided foster care services, where they were sued and appealed all the way to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court ruled that this Catholic agency can indeed uh, determine who gets gets its services based on its core religious beliefs. Like, for example, uh, they believe children should belong in the home of a you know, married couple, one man and one woman. Okay, and we'll get to that uh, court case in the next segment, and we'll show and we'll indicate how this could set up well for Jack Phillips if this goes all the way uh, to the uh, Supreme Court. Uh, I will um, finish up with Ed Morrissey's piece at Hot Air. 
Uh, This new case will give uh, Justice Thomas a perfect opportunity to say, I told you so, to his colleagues if it gets that far. Colorado will likely roll over at some point before giving this new Supreme Court lineup a second bite at this apple. And that might be too bad because this lineup might finally have had enough of this pas de deux over speech rights and bad faith lawfare from activists. Lord knows the rest of us have had enough of it, especially Jack Phillips. Yeah, that's an excellent point by Ed Morrissey, because if you remember the makeup of the court back in 2017 when this case was first heard, um, Justice, uh, I'm trying to think, it was, um, yeah, it was basically four conservatives on the court, four leftists, and then Anthony Kennedy was kind of the swing vote. And so it was a toss-up of how this would go. But again, they ruled very narrowly, you know, seven to two in favor of uh, Jack Phillips. But now when you have uh, a court made up of staunch conservatives like Justice Thomas, given this opinion, we know how he's going to rule. And Justice Gorsuch was also on that case back in 2017. Uh, the way this makeup of this new court goes, if this gets all the way to the Supreme Court, it's going to be a much broader ruling. And uh, so I just say bring it on. But as Ed alludes to, uh, Colorado will likely roll over at some point before uh, giving this new Supreme Court lineup a crack at it. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. We can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, the closer, coming back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Hi, this is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. Psalm 51 verse 5 says, Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me. Romans 3.23 reinforces this truth. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. God's word is clear. All of mankind is born with a deadly problem, sin, which separates us from a holy God. The wonderful truth of the gospel is that we can be saved through the work of Jesus Christ. He himself bore our sins on the tree, becoming a curse for us. He became our sin so that we could become the righteousness of God in him. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 20 says this, We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God loves you so much, Jesus is calling for you to be saved. Will you humble yourself today and respond? If you have any questions, you can look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. You've been lied to. Lied to by corrupt Washington politicians and the Wall Street propaganda machine. Hi, I'm Inc. Magazine bestselling author Brett Kitchen, and I want to give you a free copy of my brand new book, Wealth Beyond Wall Street, because we all know another market crash could be right around the corner. After losing 35% in my IRA in the crash years ago, I said enough, and since then I discovered a way to grow money potentially double digits, reduce taxes dramatically, and also have my money protected when the next stock market crash hits. When the next market crash hits, you lose nothing. Call Wealth Beyond Wall Street now to get your free copy and talk with a specialist to discover this little-known strategy to get potential double-digit growth during good years and never lose when the next stock market crash hits, all while building a tax-advantaged retirement. Call 800-940-4242 to discover this asset that people like Walt Disney and JCPenney use to grow wealthy. Plus, get one of just 97 free books left. We even cover shipping and handling, no credit card required. Call 800-940-4242. That's 1-800-940-4242. one 800 940 4242. In an era of fake news and misleading headlines, turn to a leader in accurate reporting, townhall.com. Get caught up with today's top stories, find brilliant commentary from our columnists, and have a laugh with our political cartoons at townhall.com. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. 
It's me, Brad Carlson. Thank you for tuning in. Happy Father's Day to all you dads out there. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And uh, feel free to uh, weigh in on Facebook, too. Go to the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, and you can comment on our live stream. Excuse me if you have any comments or questions, and uh, thank you, as always, for tuning in. Uh, Yeah, as I left off last time talking about uh, our Northern Alliance Radio Network alum, Ed Morrissey's piece at Hot Air, talking about how uh, the uh, state of Colorado probably doesn't want to take this all the way to the Supreme Court with the current makeup of the court. Uh, This from the New York Times this past week. The Supreme Court on Thursday unanimously ruled that Philadelphia may not bar a Catholic agency that refused to work with same-sex couples from screening potential foster parents. Chief Justice John G. Roberts, writing for six members of the court, said that since the city allowed exceptions to its policies for some other agencies, it must also do so in this instance. The Catholic agency, he wrote, seeks only an accommodation that will allow it to continue serving the children of Philadelphia in a manner consistent with its religious beliefs. It does not seek to impose those beliefs on anyone else. Uh, The decision in the latest clash between anti-discrimination principles and claims of conscience was a setback for gay rights and further evidence that religious groups almost always prevail in the current court. A little editorializing done there by the New York Times and what was supposed to be a hard news story. Uh, Just another damning indictment on the mainstream media, by the way. This is a a little bit of a digression, but I read that, and it's just like, wait a minute, this is supposed to be a hard news story. What are you doing injecting your personal opinion into this? Uh, But it's the New York Times, so what what else do you expect? Uh, Ed Morrissey, again, at Hot Air, right? He also noticed that, too. Uh, the New York Times offers that last paragraph in disapproval in a clear piece of editorializing in its news reporting. Uh, the uh, reporter on this particular story, Adam Liptak, overlooks the fact that freedom of religious expression is a right explicitly guaranteed in the text of the Constitution within the First Amendment. Any competing interests must be subsidiary to that explicit grant, regardless of how the New York Times emotes about it. So this is, uh, again, this seems to be a solid precedent saying, look, uh, this particular organization, this religious organization entitled uh, Catholic Social Services, they have a right to their religious expression saying, look, we're only going to provide foster care services for children going into homes with traditional marriage. Okay, that's what we believe. We're not trying to impose these beliefs on anybody else. As a matter of fact, from what I understand, this particular agency recommends other agencies that are that are open to placing children in foster care services in a home with a same-sex couple. Okay? So that is proof positive that they're not trying to project their religious beliefs on others. Cuz they're recommending agencies who will do what they don't do, which is you know, place children in, in homes of same-sex couples. And again, the First Amendment explicitly protects them from having that viewpoint. So again, uh, how is this, how, you know, how is this not a, a dangerous uh, precedent for the state of Colorado, who, whomever was bringing the lawsuit uh, against Jack Phillips? And again, I doubt that they very much, in the at the end of the day, want this to go to the Supreme Court. Uh, I will read, this is from the uh, SupremeCourt.gov, who does a summary uh, of these uh, opinions in the aftermath of these decisions made. uh, As an initial matter, it is plain that the city's actions have burden, uh, see, I want to get the acronym correct, CSS's uh, Catholic Social Services. Yeah, as an initial matter, it is plain that the city's actions have burdened Catholic Social Services' religious exercise by putting it to the choice of curtailing its mission or approving relationships inconsistent with its beliefs. The city disagrees. In its view, certification reflects only that foster parents satisfy the statutory criteria, 
not that the agency endorses their relationships. But CSS believes that certification is tantamount to endorsement and, quote, religious beliefs need not be acceptable, logical, consistent, or comprehensible to others in order to meet First Amendment protection. Our task is to decide whether the burden the city has placed on the religious exercise of CSS is constitutionally permissible. Uh, Smith held that laws incidentally burdening religious religion are ordinarily not subject to strict scrutiny under the Free Exercise Clause so long as they are neutral and generally applicable. Uh, but we need not revisit, uh, revisit uh, a previous decision here. This case falls outside Smith, that's the decision I was alluding to, because the city has burdened the religious exercise of CSS through policies that do not meet the requirement of being neutral and generally applicable. Government fails to act neutrally when it proceeds in a matter intolerant of religious beliefs or restricts practices because of their religious nature. And here's what's interesting. They cite Masterpiece Cake Shop versus Colorado Civil Rights Commission, the case that they ruled on in 2018, is a precedent. So again, you want uh, the, this current case against Jack Phillips that is uh, now being adjudicated? Yeah, that's going to play this. Uh, the precedent that already ruled in favor of Jack Phillips, although narrowly, they're citing in this particular precedent here. Uh, CSS points to evidence in the record that it believes demonstrates that the city has uh, transgressed this new neutrality standard, but we find it more straightforward to resolve this case under the rubric of general applicability. And uh, Ed Morrissey uh, comments on that as well. The reason for this approach is that the city of Philadelphia already makes exceptions in its contracting rules and other circumstances, having made exceptions for other groups on other points. Uh, The justices ruled that the city has a duty to make exceptions for religious expression as well. So, uh, again, this is... uh, this is one area where the Supreme Court, at least over the past several years, has been very consistent, including handing down a lot of unanimous decisions. You don't see a lot of those lately, except when Barack Obama tried to usurp the legislative branch, and whenever that was got to the Supreme Court, he was routinely shut out, which was, you love to see it, <clears throat> but I digress. Uh the one place that they seem to rule, consistently rule unanimously is on First Amendment issues. And they and you know that the leftists on the court, at least their activist side, would love to rule uh, a different way. But the First Amendment is the First Amendment, and it offers these protections to allow them to express themselves. And again... You know, a lot of these leftists will jump around like poo-flinging monkeys saying, well, we have freedom from religion, too. Correct. Which means you can go to another organization which provides the very same services and can do so, in in this example, place children in a home of a same-sex couple. Other organizations are willing to do that. No one is imposing their religion on them. They're expressing themselves freely as well where they don't follow any religious uh, guidance when it comes to foster care services. Okay, you can argue whether that's that's right or not, but again, they're expressing themselves as well. And uh, I'll um, end with uh, Ed Morrissey at Hot Air, uh, his uh, final couple paragraphs of his piece. Uh, what will this ruling in Fulton and others versus Philadelphia mean? Catholic Social Services now has a powerful entree to return not just to foster care services, but also adoption services, an industry from which several states have excluded CSS based on similar policies. It also suggests, although doesn't entirely predict, how the court might end up expanding Masterpiece Cake Shop if challenged to review it again. Uh, Justice Alito makes it a passing reference to this in his concurrence. To get there... The court would have to take up the free speech clause they avoided in this case, as Clarence Thomas predicted they would eventually have to confront in the 2018 Masterpiece Cake Shop ruling. For now, however, the ruling makes one point spectacularly clear. The explicit text of the Constitution, especially in the First Amendment, overrules cultural pressure and policymaking. 
That's a win, and the unanimous decision makes that win even more impressive. So you're getting kind of a little bit of a peek into the window why progressives are so hell-bent on expanding the Supreme Court and trying desperately to get rid of the legislative filibuster in the Senate in order to make that happen, because they figure judicial activism will rule the day and uh, usurp the First Amendment. But as of now, the nine justices that have been in this court, whatever the political makeup is, they have been bullish in upholding the First Amendment. And that's great news. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag N-A-R-N show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment. Go nowhere. This is Dennis Prager along with fellow host Mike Gallagher. We both want to invite you to join us for the trip of a lifetime to the Holy Land this October. I personally can't get enough of the great state of Israel and its historical significance. Join us to be amazed and inspired. Dennis and I have planned out every minute of this trip in detail with Salem Media Group and our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. You'll have the best experience imaginable. We're confident by October our trip will be safe. So register today worry-free until July 6th with no cancellation fees. We'll sail on the Sea of Galilee in boats that are replicas of the ones Jesus sailed in with his disciples. Experience unforgettable cuisine and join us for an authentic Sabbath service. It's something you'll never forget. Go to StandWithIsraelTour.com to register or call 855-565-5519. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. Book worry-free until July 6th. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-860-4610. 800-860-4610. That's 800-860-4614. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N-Show for any comments or questions. And don't forget to check out our live stream, Facebook.com. Do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And check out the video stream, not to see my ugly mug, but uh, you got another comment section. On which you can opine or leave a question, what have you, or leave a comment, whether it's praiseworthy or condemnation. We'll take all comments. Some we may not be able to read on the air, as long as you don't violate the uh, seven uh, never-say-words on radio. We'll be all good. I want to continue uh, talking about some uh, national news stories. So uh, you probably saw this blowing up on Twitter this past week. Uh, Stephen Colbert of The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. He's been in that capacity, I think, for four or five years now, whatever it's been, take, took over for David Letterman after uh, Letterman retired. 
Uh, Colbert was back in studio for the first time since uh, the pandemic, and he decided to have on his old buddy John Stewart. Of course, we all remember John Stewart, a uh, longtime host of The Daily Show. John Stewart's a leftist and uh, made a living on obscuring uh, conservatives. And, of course, a lot of viral uh, clips occurred uh, during John Stewart's tenure. Um, during during John Stewart's tenure. Uh, and, of course, the subsequent headline would always mean John Stewart destroys such and such, you know, and it would usually be who, whatever conservative appeared on his show. And he was uh, he was often famous for using selectively edited clips for conservatives in order to make them look bad and, or whatnot. Uh, but to John Stewart's credit, um, the full clip was always on Comedy Central's website. So you could go in and check the full clip, and if there was some missing context, you would catch it. And occasionally, John Stewart was called out on it. Not that he ever backtracked or apologized. Um, but I will say, occasionally... John Stewart was in the right. I mean, just because he's a leftist um, doesn't mean he was averse to calling out his own side. And he, I remember he had uh, Secretary of Health and Human Services on in the Obama administration, uh, whose name, uh, Kathleen Sebelius, that's right. There was an infamous clip on there where um, there was issues with the Obamacare website and the technical glitches that were occurring. And uh, he basically took her to task on what a debacle the rollout was. So, you know what? He wasn't always afraid to call out his own side. And I bring this all up because, of course, the lab leak theory that has been uh, opined upon out there has largely been dismissed, hence big techs uh, quashing any videos that are put on Twitter or Facebook or YouTube talking about the lab leak theory. The theory was that this was uh, this virus was man-made and it accidentally got out of the lab, the lab in Wuhan, China, and then thus caused a global pandemic where um, hundreds of thousands of people all across the world, including more than 700,000 here in the United States, have ended up dying due to COVID-19. So anyways, John Stewart was on with his buddy Colbert this past week. And this is about a two minute audio clip I have to play for you. And you can tell that Stephen Colbert is not used to having on people that are going to disagree with him. Or if he does have people he knows is going to disagree with him, he's prepared to handle that. And of course he's got a friendly audience behind him. But when it's his fellow lefty, John Stewart coming on and saying things that fly in the face of what Stephen Colbert might believe or might be uh, comfortable in hearing. Um, it doesn't go particularly well, and it, go, and it just makes for a lot of uh, awkward back chat. So here's Jon Stewart appearing on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert this past Monday. I think we owe a great debt of gratitude to science. Science has, in many ways, helped ease uh, the suffering of this pandemic. Uh, which was more than likely caused by science. And that's kind of... All of it. No, 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 no. Now, listen, listen. What do you mean by do you mean like there's perhaps there's, there's, there's a chance that this is created in a lab as an investigation? A chance? Well, I'm, I, 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 so, I, 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 oh I my God. I'd love to hear There's a novel respiratory coronavirus overtaking Wuhan, China. What do we do? Oh, you know who we could ask? The Wuhan novel respiratory coronavirus lab. The disease is the same name as the lab. Genius. That's just, that's just a little too weird, don't you think? And then I ask the scientists, they're like, how did this, so wait a minute, you work at the Wuhan respiratory coronavirus lab. How did this happen? And they're like, mm, a pangolin kissed the turtle. Mm. And you're like, no, I, you, you the name of your lab. I mean, look at the name. Look at the name. Can I, let me see your business card. Show me your business card. Oh, I work at the coronavirus lab in Wuhan. Oh, because there's a coronavirus loose in Wuhan. How did that happen? Maybe a bat flew into the cloaca of a turkey and then it sneezed into my chili and now we all have coronavirus. Like, come on. Okay, okay. 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 Wait a second. What about this? What about this? Yes. Listen to this. Wait a second. All right. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's been an outbreak of chocolatey goodness near Hershey, Pennsylvania. What do you think happened? Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe a 
steam shovel maybe with a cocoa bean. Or it's the chocolate factory. Maybe that's it. That could be. So, yeah, okay. Um, you know, Stephen Colbert's audience, uh, some of the lines they didn't laugh at because obviously it's a it's an audience friendly to leftists. And this flies in the face of a lot of uh, leftists, uh, what they believe. You know, they didn't want to believe that it was uh, something nefarious. Well, here's the thing. It's okay to entertain the theory, all right? Just because it's something that then-President Trump posed, it's okay to at least give it some consideration. But because Trump uh, posed that theory, there was a scientist who... uh, Support who signed, and this Alapundit had the story at Hot Air this past week. There was a scientist who signed the letter supporting the lab leak theory, and he indicated the reason they didn't come out sooner is because they didn't want to ally with Trump. But science! So now, because a leftist comes out and says, Yeah, you know, there might be something to this lab leak theory because it happened in Wuhan, and there's a Wuhan novel coronavirus lab there. That's something at least worth exploring, at least disproving it. And, you know, it's it's funny to me, the same people who were critical of Donald Trump when Donald Trump said he talked to Vladimir Putin, and he said, well, I talked to Vladimir Putin, he denied, you know, Russia interfering in our election, so I believe him. Or, you know, when President Trump said, well, I talked to Kim Jong-un and he doesn't believe that the issues that American auto warm, auto warm beer suffered in the North Korean prison had anything to do with abuse. And, you know, I'll take him at his word, yada, yada, yada. The people who criticized President Trump for saying those things, and rightly so, all of a sudden were saying, well, you know what? Chinese Communist Party said the leak did come from uh, from uh, from the lab there and their cases are way down and their viruses are, or excuse me, their vaccines are, are being incredibly effective. So, you know, they must be doing something right there. So it couldn't have come from the lab. So you'll swallow CCP talking points while you're all indignant over Trump taking the word of Vladimir Putin and Kim Jong-un. And again, I agree. Trump should not have blindly taken the word of Vladimir Putin and Kim Jong-un. That's not what I'm saying. Absolutely, he Trump was worthy of criticism. But if you're going to be intellectually consistent... You ought to take with a grain of salt what the Communist Chinese Party is telling you. And this basically, you wonder why media, mainstream media, is not trusted anymore. And why big tech, you know, there, there are attempts to break up big tech. And again, I have my opinions pro and con on that. But it's becoming a really hard sell to defend a lot of these platforms who are quashing something like the theory of the lab leak. But then when John Stewart comes out and says it, you know, the former head of the CDC, Robert Redfield says, Oh, you know what? That John Stewart, I think he might, he might be onto something now in fairness to CD, former CDC director, Robert Redfield. Okay. Um, he has been pretty consistent in a lot of his statements regarding the, the virus, including, you know, some people tried to play gotcha with him back when Trump was president. He says, well, Director Redfield, you've got grandchildren of school age. Would you send your grandchildren back to school now? And without hesitation, he said, yeah, I would. Yep, I would. But that's a digression. I I understand that. The point is, is that politics is downstream from culture. And here you have a still very culturally relevant person in Jon Stewart, even though he hasn't been on The Daily Show in about five-plus years, or so, uh, coming out and saying, you know what, we ought to give this give this some credence, right? And you wonder why media is is not trusted. You wonder why Trump supporters swallow some of the bilge they do. And again, I'm not justifying glomming on to fantastical conspiracy theories like a good number of Trump supporters have. But the media need, needs to take a long, hard look at itself. They're in dereliction of duty. And now all of a sudden, you've got, again, this scientist comes out and says, yeah, you know what? We didn't come out sooner because, well, we didn't want to ally with Trump on this lab leak theory. But, yeah, it's it's credible. It has its merits. And, again, here's the thing. 
Trump says something inartfully, and it's okay to point that out. Say, okay, what the president said is was said very inartfully and was said way too simplistically, but he's on the right track. Here is how. And then clar- come out and clarify it. But you're so hell-bent on proving Trump to be a complete buffoon to ensure that he doesn't get reelected. This literally puts people's lives in danger. And again, had we learned that it legitimately was a leak out of the Wuhan lab that was the catalyst for this virus, you know, could some action be done sooner to have helped lives? Yeah. I mean, there was no way the Communist Chinese Party, Chinese Communist Party, was going to allow independent investigators in to check this out. There was no way that was going to happen. But if you could at least say, you know what, there's strong evidence of this and take matters into your own hands accordingly, like, well, President Trump very early on banned travel to and from China, you know, based on the information they had. But because because it was Trump, he was called xenophobic and bigoted. So, uh, you know, again, it's just a shame that it takes someone who used to run a fake news show uh, to come out and give this lab leak credence and for other people to come out into the woodwork and say, yeah, you know what? It, it, it does have some merit. That's something we're looking we're looking in on. And now you've got Anthony Fauci, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the National Institute of Health coming out and saying, well, you know, we've we've always kind of considered that. Really, Dr. Fauci? Because your words very early on in the pandemic and subsequent months into the pandemic don't square with that. So if only there was an enterprising lot that came together on, say, a television screen or an Internet website that had a keyboard that could convey uh, words in reference to a story like this, if only there was a lot that could come together and get that out there, you know, maybe they might be providing a valuable service. Yeah, of course, I'm talking about the media. So derelict in, in its duty here. Uh, it's just despicable. And again, uh, it it never ceases to infuriate me that the media doesn't take a look, long, hard look at itself as to why fake news and conspiracy theories get a foothold. Again, I don't justify people glomming onto them, but if they know they're not getting the truth from you and it's not an unreasonable assumption they're not getting the truth from you, then they're going to go to sources that reaffirm their worldview. And again, a lot of people just do that anyways. But if you actually report something factual and break a story and then it ends up being true, guess what? People might trust you, but Unfortunately for CNN, uh, that ship has long sailed, and MSNBC as well. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-881-4747. That's 1-800-881-4747. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-881-4747. Select quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. High school sports are as American as apple pie. 
And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM 1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. I was going to say, a song like this, it came out my senior year of high school, makes me uh, makes me want to dance, and I say, well, it's radio, I can go ahead and dance, but I forgot I'm on the live stream, so and I won't subject Jacob to that either. So, <laughs> One final segment here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, folks, uh, don't forget, uh, well, I mean, how could you forget? We practically mention it uh, every uh, every commercial, every broadcast. But this year marks our 20th year on air. So we're celebrating all year long with a variety of on-air features, familiar voices, past and present. And maybe, just maybe, even an event or two, but we wouldn't want to spoil the surprise. But the way you can stay abreast of all of the details is keeping is uh, finding us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, follow us on all of those uh, particular platforms, and you will be sure to get the most up-to-date information on any in-person events. Yes, uh, with the pandemic waning, I think we are going to be having some in-person events. Again, don't want to spoil the surprise. All I can tell you is just stay tuned to AM1280 The Patriot. NAM1280thepatriot.com. And also follow us on Twitter, by the way, at, at uh, Narn Show, N-A-R-N Show. I know I always use hashtag Narn Show, but you can also follow us on Twitter at uh, N-A-R-N Show. Uh, President Biden had a summit meeting with uh, Russian leader Vladimir Putin uh, this past week. And a lot has been made of, you know, boy, we love that Joe Biden. None of those mean tweets, none of the contentiousness uh, with uh, media members like you had with his predecessor. Well, that's because he doesn't ever talk to the media, but I digress. Uh, President Biden was asked a very pointed question, and kudos to, you know, I rip on CNN quite a bit, but kudos to Caitlin Collins of CNN. Uh, she had this question for President Joe Biden uh, after his meeting with Russian leader Vladimir Putin. Why are you so confident he'll change his behavior, Mr. President? Okay, and and what you what you didn't hear at the end of that clip 
is you had members of Biden's team say, okay, okay, that's everybody, the pool, move on, move on, we got to go, move on, move on. That happens regularly. I remember very early on in his, uh, when he was in the Oval Office signing his executive orders, once he was done, people would ask him questions. And they'd say, okay, no, come on, we got to move on, we got to move on, we got to move on. And some MSNBC bobo posted video of that tweet, and all he could say is, wow. How refreshing is that? We hear dogs barking in the background. How nice it is to have pets in the White House again. Yeah, never mind he's shooing the media, a free press, out of the Oval Office and not allowing any questions. Again, you hate to play imagine if, but we're going to play it. Because you could easily imagine if Donald Trump were president and he was that curt and that overbearing to a reporter. Okay. It was hyperbole every night with media outlets. Well, that's just, that should send the chill down the spine of every single American citizen at Donald Trump. Of the sit, a sitting president of the United States is so hostile to a free press. No matter what your political affiliation, that's to send a chill down your spine. This, this blatant attack on our media should not be allowed to stand. But yet Joe Biden does it. It's like, yeah, man, it's one off. It's a one off. No, it's not a one off. He does this he does this quite a bit but instead you could argue it's it's a lot worse because he does this with private citizens. I still remember during the campaign one of his few campaign appearances where he made in public where he was mich- visiting a Michigan auto dealer and they asked him about second amendment rights and they asked him why he took certain stances on second amendment rights he basically told the guy you're full of the sh word for crap. Right to his face you're full of crap. You know or he'll mock a reporter who's answering who's asking him a question that he continues to dodge. So no, this is not this is not just a one off. This happens regularly where he gets snippy with the press on the few times that he actually takes questions. Uh we only have thirty seconds remaining. Don't have time to take Dan's uh, phone call. Dan in, from Hopkins line one, what do I think will happen with the Arizona audit? Short answer is no flipping clue. Ladies and gentlemen, I've enjoyed it. Happy Father's Day to you dads out there. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Have a blessed rest of the weekend, folks. Godspeed, and have a blessed week. We're in this together, and we will get through this together. The vaccines are tested effective and needed. Welcome to the clinic with Charm. Get your COVID-19 vaccine so we can do this. And this. And this. We are now boarding flight. Together again, because we got through it together. This message sponsored by the Helmsley Charitable Trust, aired with the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and the station. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. Hi, this is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. I've been thinking lately about the biblical principle of headship. 1 Corinthians 11 verse 3 says, But I want you to understand that the head of every man is Christ, the head of a wife is her husband, and the head of Christ is God. One way to think about headship or authority is like an umbrella. If you're under a good authority figure, it's like standing under an umbrella during the rain. It's your job to stand under the umbrella, and it's the umbrella's job to protect you from the rain. Biblical authority is like a good umbrella. It won't leak or move, and it provides shelter. Our job as believers is to submit to biblical authority figures God has placed in our life, as long as it doesn't go against God's word. Here at the Kingdom Builders, we don't sell umbrellas, but we do install shingle roofs. 
If you have a roofing need or want to talk about God's Word, please give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. Pick it up or take it out, rackshacktogo.com or rackshackdelivery.com. It's so easy. Hey, you've been working hard. Half the staff is gone and your crew needs a lift. Go to rackshacktogo.com for pickup or rackshackdelivery.com and we'll bring it out to you. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. Oh, 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 yeah. Celebrating two decades on air, this is...